What's up, you guys? Welcome to the How to Vegan podcast, or welcome back to the How to Vegan podcast if you've already tuned in before. My name is Kristen Emily, and I am the host of this podcast. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. I'm seriously so stoked to have you tuning in. Like I said, my name is Kristen, and you can find me at kristenemily.com as well as on YouTube. My YouTube name is Kristen Emily, Instagram, and good old Facebook if you do the old good old Facebook thing. And if you aren't a part of my How to Vegan group on Facebook, then you should definitely join. It's such an amazing space to learn about all things vegan. It's very supportive and non judgmental and loving. There are over 73,000 members in the group, so go join if you're not a part of the group yet. All of the links for all of these things that I've mentioned will be in this episode's show notes per usual. So today's episode, we will be talking all about how to save money while eating vegan and not just eating vegan, but eating healthy vegan because the two kind of go hand in hand. And a lot of people don't really think that. I think a lot of people associate veganism with being really expensive. And although it can be, it does not have to be. And you can still be eating very ethically and very healthfully while still maintaining a budget. So we're going to be talking about all about that today. So I've got lots of really awesome and helpful tips for you today. And I'm really excited to share them with you guys because this is something I get asked a lot, like how expensive is it for you to be vegan? And how much do you spend a week on your groceries? And I couldn't do it because I don't have enough money and all of that stuff. So money comes up a lot in the veganism talk. So I just wanted to do an episode dedicated specifically to money because we all love money. We all want more money. Money buys freedom whether it's time or whatever it is, most people want to have more money. So these are ways to save your precious dollars and uh, still eat really healthy at the same time. So many people think that it's super expensive to eat vegan, like I said, but it really isn't. I mean, like I said, it totally can be, but it doesn't have to be. In fact, the healthier you eat, the less expensive it really is, which is pretty damn awesome and really kind of surprising to most people initially. So not only are you treating your body better, but your wallet loves you more. Oh, and so do the animals and the planet. <laughs> Winning like winning on so many levels. So when it comes down to it, plant foods are almost always cheaper than animal foods, not to mention they are much kinder to your body and the planet. So if you're eating fake meats and cheeses every day, then that definitely won't be the case. It's not going to be cheaper, nor will it be super healthy either, because fake meats and cheeses are often pretty expensive because the demand, although high and getting higher as veganism grows, it's nothing compared to demand for other products. I saw something the other day that said about 1% of the population in 2014 was vegan. And in 2017, 6% of the population is vegan. So it is growing enormously and the demand will continue and prices will go down. But for now, that stuff is quite spendy and not the best options for you health-wise either. But when you stock your kitchen full of healthy staples, which we'll be talking about in a minute, you'll be setting yourself up for a much cheaper grocery bill, like a lot cheaper, surprisingly. Like you're eating super healthy and then you're saving all this money and you're like, this is actually amazing. I love this. So that's one of the main things that people really enjoy when they do one of my challenges. So in case you're unaware, I host free challenges and paid challenges, like healthy vegan challenges. And a lot of people are like, wow, I thought this was going to be expensive. And I've actually saved a lot of money. Or a lot of people in my how to vegan group will say, I've been really trying to save money. I don't have a lot this week. And I ended up eating really healthy. And I feel amazing. 
So the two kind of go hand in hand, regardless of what a lot of people think. So I just want to give you guys some of my favorite tips for saving money. And if you guys have any tips that I don't mention or any, yeah, any tips of your own or anything that you think of while you're listening to this podcast or anything like that, make sure to go subscribe to the How to Vegan podcast YouTube channel and leave, find this video and leave a comment. That's like a perfect way for us to connect and I can, you know, get feedback from you guys and you guys can ask me questions and we can just kind of follow up and stay in touch. Yeah, I just want to give you guys some tips because tips are fun and saving money is fun. So if you have any of your own, go let me know on YouTube and make sure to subscribe to that channel so you don't miss any of the unedited versions of these podcasts. So the first tip that I have for you is to buy whole foods, not processed foods or food products. They're not even real foods. These processed foods aren't even real foods. They're food-like products. So try to focus on buying whole foods. This is my number one tip. This will save you so much money. Instead of buying prepackaged meals, buy whole potatoes and broccoli and bananas and just focus on the produce section and trying not to buy lots of plastic so you can help the environment in that way as well. But when you buy foods whole, they're a lot cheaper. Yeah, you have to prep prepare them and it takes a little bit longer, but it's worth it if you're trying to save money. So keep that in mind. Even like a bag of prepared vegetables, frozen vegetables, usually there are variants of this and it's not always, but cheaper versions if you just buy it whole and do it yourself. So that's my first tip is to buy whole foods, not processed foods. So when I go grocery shopping, most of my cart, I mean, I usually don't have anything that's in a package unless it's like canned beans because I don't have time to cook them in my Instant Pot that week or, you know, a bag of chips if I'm going to a party or something like that. But usually all of my foods are whole foods that I bought either in bulk or in the produce section. And it really saves a lot of money, I promise. So keep that in mind. Buy whole foods, not processed foods. And again, healthier. The second tip I have, and I'm not going to number these because I have quite a few. So the the next tip I have for you is to stick to a starch-based diet. And again, this doesn't work for everybody. I am not a doctor. So this is not medical advice for anybody, but this is something that works for a lot of people and it has worked extremely well for me. So if you want more information on this, check out some stuff written by Dr. John McDougall, also kind of known as a higher carb, lower fat diet. We are going to do an episode completely solely focused on this in the future. So that will be coming soon. But start kind of thinking, and when I say starches, I'm not saying like white rice and white pasta and bread and stuff like that. Those are still considered processed foods because they are not in their whole form. So I would say starch-based like oats and potatoes and fruits and things like that, like quinoa, brown rice, whole grains, whole starches, things that fuel your body in a really great way because glucose is the number one preferred fuel source that that your body wants and your brain's only preferred fuel source. So when you give it these kinds of foods, your body feels good. Not everybody, again, feels great on this. Everybody is different. So you have to find what works for you. But this is something to experiment with because it ends up being a lot cheaper. Like my staples in my diet are oats and bananas and potatoes and like brown rice and quinoa and fruit. That's kind of like the staples of my diet. And then I have nuts and seeds and and other stuff, clearly, Um, lots of vegetables. 
as well. But kind of like the the heartier staples in my diets are those starchier and complex carb starch, not the processed white flour. That doesn't act in your body the same way as when the bran and the fiber and everything is fully attached. So you're looking for these in their whole form. And then you want to cook them that way. And, and they're so much cheaper, especially when you buy them in bulk, which is my next tip to buy your pantry staples in bulk. Try to find somewhere in your area that has a bulk section. And you might not, this might not be possible. There's definitely some areas where this is just not going to be a possibility. Online shopping might be a good option for you if you can do it, but just trying to find somewhere in your area that has bulk a bulk bulk section because buying in bulk will definitely save you money. The next tip is to cook beans from dry. So instead of buying canned beans, you can totally buy them dry and they're a fraction of the cost and just cook them from dry. Yes, you have to soak them overnight. Yes, you have to cook them for like 40 minutes or so, usually depending on the type of bean. So there is some planning ahead. If you have an instant pot or another kind of like pressure cooker or electric cooker, pressure cooker, it's a lot quicker and you don't have to do the overnight thing. But most people that don't have one of those would have to do the overnight thing. But if you're willing to, you know, plan ahead of time and think ahead and soak your beans overnight and all that stuff, cooking your beans from dry can save you a ton of money. So the next tip is to make your condiments and sauces at home. So if you really like like vegan Caesar or vegan vegan ranch and you're buying that follow your heart or the just brand or whatever that stuff's pretty expensive at least it is in Idaho where I live so making your condiments and sauces at home can take a little bit of time but it's so much cheaper so consider that and make sure to check out my YouTube channel because I have a really yummy ranch dressing recipe and I'm going to be doing a seizure salad recipe soon if it's not already out yet so try experimenting with making some stuff at home that you would normally buy at the store because it can definitely save you money and it's probably a lot healthier healthier. Same kind of theme, buying your nut or seed butter in bulk or try making your own can usually be cheaper. Again, doing price comparison is really, really smart, but try buying your nut or seed butter in bulk. A lot of pla- a lot of people don't even realize that's an option and it totally is an option. Or you can make your own. I've made peanut butter at home before. I honestly don't do it anymore because it's kind of a mess, like cleaning up the food processor and it takes a while and but I know people who love doing it and who have like a nice, I think I just need a nicer, nicer food processor. But people, I've seen people make almond butter and that you can make it at home. So if you can find like raw nuts and seeds or toasted ones that are cheaper and you want to make it at home, try that too. So there's lots of options and things to experiment with that you might not have thought of before. So another tip is to buy frozen fruits and veggies. So like I said earlier, sometimes the the whole version or just the version as it comes in nature is cheaper, but a lot of times it's the other way around. So it's really important to kind of price comparison um, shop. And, you know, I buy like my berries frozen because fresh berries in Idaho, especially during the wintertime, are just extremely expensive. So I buy that stuff frozen. Corn, I like to buy that roasted corn from Trader Joe's that's frozen. Another thing is that frozen vegetables are often healthier for you than like canned vegetables because they're usually flash frozen while they're at their freshest and then when you cook them you get you're getting a lot of those nutrients and stuff like that so again it depends on how long you cook them for and stuff like that because nutrients do get cooked out of food but that's a whole nother episode so buying looking for prices that could be cheaper on frozen fruits and veggies because that's what i do for berries and mango if you want that in your smoothies it might be cheaper cheaper so check that out another thing another tip is to look for local and seasonal produce. So this is really helpful in the summertime for me in Boise is trying to find local and just in general. I mean, summertime's amazing because you can go to the farmer's market, uh, which is my next tip. But looking for local and seasonal produce all the time is helpful. Of course, wintertime in Idaho, there's not 
as it's not as plentiful. The options, you know, especially like tropical fruit, more expensive and stuff like that. So if you're looking for local and seasonal produce, they don't have to be shipped as far because they were grown locally and things that are grown in season. A lot of times those can be cheaper. So, you know, when it's apple season, those are going to be a lot cheaper than when it's not. And berries, you know, and asparagus in the springtime. So so keep that in mind. And, and I know there's online, there's like little sheets or charts you can print out that have like the seasonal produce. And you can see like, oh, springtime or this time of the year, it's this. And, and really try fo- focusing on doing that because that's what your body wants anyway is what's local and seasonal. So good for your body, good for your wallet. Not all the time, but that's another kind of helpful tip because a lot of local and seasonal stuff can be cheaper. So like I said, my next tip is to shop at farmers markets and also like Asian markets, Indian markets, like any kind of market like that, that uh, is not your traditional grocery store, because a lot of times like spices and flour and things like that, that, that are kind of a little spendy at your regular grocery store can be a lot cheaper. And the variety and you're just supporting awesome companies usually that aren't just big corporations. So go check out your markets in your area that you might have never been before. And feel free to ask if you have any questions about what anything is, because a lot of times they'll be in a different language. So uh, try to communicate and just tell them what you're looking for and roam around and you never know what you might find. So if you haven't done that yet, I highly recommend doing that. And then shopping at farmer's markets can be really helpful too, because a lot of times you can kind of like talk down prices or whatever. So that can be another really helpful tip. And then usually farmer's markets have local and seasonal produce as well. So those kind of tie in together. And I've mentioned it a couple times, but make sure you're comparison shopping. It's totally okay to call and ask how much something is. It's totally okay to drive around and you don't have to buy anything. You can wander the stores and just kind of like price comparison. And then that way, you know how much each thing is. And maybe it might be worth it to take a day a week and go grocery shopping at like three different grocery stores so you know that you're saving the most amount of money. So comparison shopping can be huge. Buying no name generic brand or store brand products is also another great money saving tip. Prioritizing whole plant based foods over organic. And this again is probably going to be another completely different podcast episode uh, talking about organic and stuff like that. But just prioritizing whole plant based foods over organic. So if you don't have a high budget. Just focus on getting lots of healthy foods and not so much on the organic part because eating the healthy food is the most important part. If you have the budget, then try to go organic if that's what makes you feel best. But just know that the whole plant-based foods are where it's at and that is where you want to be putting most of your money and and not worrying too much about organic unless you can afford it. Another tip is to cook in big batches and eat lots of leftovers. So I love doing this because I can make like a giant batch of curry at the beginning of the week and then I just have it for the rest of the week and it's really cheap to make and that way I'm not tempted to like rush out and go grab a meal or just go, you know, order something and have it delivered to my house or whatever. Things that can cost a lot of money. You're tempted to go out to eat when you don't have food made at home. So cook in big batches, freeze your food. Uh, That's another awesome tip is to make big batches of really cheap food like chili. You know what I just mentioned, my curry. I've have lots of recipes in my ebook that's on my website. So if you're interested, go to kristenemily.com. I've had some awesome recipes there for you guys. But cook in big batches, eat, eat leftovers, freeze your food when it's appropriate and works for you. Soup is a good thing to freeze. That way you have stuff on hand. Another tip is to grow your own food. The old 
traditional way is to grow your own food, which I don't have a garden. I can't wait to have a garden. We usually plant a few things out front in like some little potter plants, some like herbs and tomatoes and stuff like that. But I cannot wait to have like a big yard and actually have a garden because growing your food, not only is it healthy, but it's so cheap. Even if it's just a few things like some herbs, because herbs can be really expensive at the grocery store. So even if it's just like some herbs and maybe some tomatoes and cucumbers or zucchinis, grow some food because it can be really cheap. It's really fun. And then you're actually involved in the process as well, which mindful eating is really, really important. And forage when you can. That's another tip. I don't really do this often because I'm not much of a forager myself. I never have really done it. But this is something that a lot of people do. They'll go morel hunting. They'll go looking for asparagus and just foraging for food. If that's something you're into, it can be something that can save you money. So keep that in mind as well. That that's a possibility. Go out in nature and look for food there. Just make sure it's not poisonous first because that scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Try to reduce your food waste. So try to use everything that you have as much as possible. That will save money. So keep your veggie scraps in a little bag in the freezer and you can make vegetable broth out of it. Just any way that you can to try to use up every single part of your food. So if herbs are about to go bad, you can, you know, grind them up, put them in with a little bit of water in your blender, blend them up and pour them into ice cube trays. And then you can just take those out for sauteing. So there's little tips and tricks like that that you can start to like brainstorm on ways to reduce your food waste. Because when you you reduce your food waste, you're not only helping the planet, but you're reducing the amount of money that you're spending at the grocery store, which is ideal. So try not to eat out on a regular basis. And then when you do, try to really enjoy it and not feel guilty about it. Eating out is super expensive, like so expensive. You guys know it's so expensive. It's amazing and so much fun and I love it, but it costs a lot of money. So try to reduce that by having food on hand that's healthy. Stock your fridge and your pantry with stuff that you love and make time out of your week to prep food and make a meal plan if that's your thing so that you are not tempted to go out to eat. Go out to eat and enjoy it when you do, but try not to do it more than you want to or more than you can afford. Like I mentioned earlier, something that will help with not eating out on a regular basis is planning and prepping your meals. So plan your meals for the week, prep what you need to, and then you will stick to it so much more than if you just like say, I'm going to do it, I'll get groceries this day. And then you just are like eat out every single night, (laughs) which adds up super quickly, as you guys know, and then make a grocery list and stick to it. Not enough people do this. It's so important to make a grocery list, stick to it, and don't just like start throwing things in your cart that look good. And oh, this is amazing. I need this. I want this, which yeah, that's fun. But you end up spending a lot of money. So make your list, think about it, write down what meals you want, know the ingredients you need to get and stick to it. And then you don't have like 48 bars of chocolate sitting in your cupboard and you're like, why do I have this? Why do I spend money on this? Why am I eating all of these at one time? It'll help. I promise. (laughs) So those are those are my tips. Those are my tips for you guys. I I told you I kind of had a lot. If you have any ones that I didn't mention, which I'm sure you do, again, go find the How to Vegan podcast YouTube channel and leave a little comment on this video because I would love to hear from you guys. So yeah, what are some of your favorite ways to save money in the kitchen? I, I went through a lot, but I didn't mention all of them, obviously. So so go let me know. I would love to hear back from each of you. It's such a fun way to just like stay in touch because most podcasts you listen to, you don't really have a way besides like Twitter or Instagram to kind of like have a conversation and YouTube's a really great place to do that. So go subscribe so we can connect there. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was a fun one to plan as I just have 
so many people, like I said, approach me wanting to go vegan, but they just don't think it's a possibility money-wise. But as you now know, it totally is. So feel free to share this episode with any of your friends and family who have expressed those same concerns. You never know what hitting that little share button might bring about. It's all about that ripple effect, y'all. And you never know that little small change, small changes by a lot of people end up bringing about huge changes. That ripple effect is real. So small changes, you never know, just sharing it with someone or sending it to someone in a message. You never know what it could bring about. Positivity. That's for sure. So there are so many reasons to go vegan. And now you know that the excuse that it's too expensive just doesn't really hold up. So the next time someone brings up how spendy it is to be vegan, you'll kind of know exactly what to say, or you'll have some, you know, a few things to say, at least, uh, who knows who you might inspire. So thanks again for tuning into this episode of the How to Vegan podcast. If you liked this podcast, if, you, if you're liking what you're hearing, then please go make sure to leave a review and a rating in iTunes. I would super, super appreciate it. It just pops that podcast up there. It's more visible. And why don't we want it to be more visible? I do. I want more people to see this. I want more people to go vegan. I want more animals' lives to be saved. I want this planet to be healthy. And I want the human beings who inhabit it to be healthy and happy too. And veganism is a way to accomplish all of those things. So go leave a review and a rating so that more people can see this podcast and then go share these episodes with your family and friends. It's on lots of different platforms, including my website, which is kristenemily.com. So go check that out if you haven't been there yet. So you can also find this podcast, like I said, on SoundCloud, my website, on the How to Vegan podcast YouTube channel, all of which will be linked in this episode's show notes. So just open that baby up for lots of awesome stuff. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks again for tuning in and I will catch you in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Peace out.